This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, federal employees are now able to take off in order to get their children vaccinated. Senators want to help the Pentagon prepare for the effects of climate change. And members of Congress want to find out if any contractors have been unfairly punished for global supply chain issues. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees can now get administrative leave to accompany their children to receive a COVID-19 vaccine. The Office of Personnel Management says that policy now applies to employees with children ages 5 through 11. This comes days after the Food and Drug Administration approved the Pfizer vaccine for young children. OPM says employees can get up to four hours of paid leave for each family member they take to receive the vaccine. The Biden administration is also allowing federal employees to take administrative leave to get a booster shot. Federal contractors have a month longer to comply with the vaccine mandate. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Biden administration pushed the deadline to January 4th. That's the same date that private sector companies with at least 100 employees have to comply with a new vaccine and testing requirement from the Occupational Health and Safety Administration. The White House says the new deadline gives contractors more time to comply and some consistency across industries. The original deadline for contractors was December 8th. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Agencies will soon get yet another tool for hiring recent college graduates. The Office of Personnel Management is out with a new hiring authority. It lets agencies recruit recent graduates to positions in government up to the GS-11 level. It allows them to skip the usual rating, ranking, and veterans' preference procedures that are part of most hiring. Agencies can also skip advertising these positions on usajobs.gov. Candidates are eligible if they've graduated from an undergraduate or master's program within two years of applying. The Marine Corps is changing the way it recruits and retains talent. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. For the last 35 years, the Marine Corps has focused on having young troops who are nearly interchangeable to get the job done. All of that is changing with a new policy put out by the Services Commandant this week. The Marines will undertake a multi-year plan to recruit more talented service members and retain the highly skilled ones it already employs. The plan says the service will start trying to recruit people who already have the experience the Marines need, and it wants to create a talent marketplace where Marines can apply for assignments they're interested in and commanders can pick the best suited service members. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is increasingly concerned about sea level rise and its effect on military bases. Four senators are trying to give DOD the ability to carry out stormwater management projects to improve the resilience of installations facing flooding issues. A new bill would make stormwater management projects eligible for federal funding and support the creation of stormwater ponds on bases. The bill would also support replacing paving with materials that absorb rainwater. The Pentagon awards a multi-billion dollar contract to overhaul the military system for moving service members' household goods. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The $6.2 billion award is meant to put a single company in charge of managing the military's moving system. Officials think that new structure will add predictability and improve management. The contract went to a joint venture called HomeSafe Alliance, led by the government services firm KBR. It's the second time U.S. Transportation Command has awarded the global household goods contract. The first iteration to one of HomeSafe competitors a year and a half ago was overturned when a bid protest revealed pervasive procurement law violations. 
Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. DOD is overhauling its cybersecurity maturity model certification program to make it easier on small businesses. The big changes include requiring less companies to get an outside cybersecurity assessment. Instead, most companies will be able to vouch for themselves to confirm that they're following cybersecurity requirements. The Pentagon will also waive some requirements in limited circumstances. The Defense Department is pausing implementation of the program until the new rules go into effect. A bipartisan group of senators is pushing new cyber incident reporting requirements. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has those details. Leaders of the Homeland Security and Intelligence Committees teamed up to offer a 72-hour cyber incident reporting amendment to the annual defense authorization bill. The measure would apply to critical infrastructure operators. They would be required to report to the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency if they experience a significant cyber attack. The amendment would also require all federal civilian agencies to report cyber attacks to CISA. But the defense bill is in limbo while the Senate works out the details of infrastructure and social spending bills. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. A bill maximizing the use of federal office space makes its way through the Senate. Here's Federal News Network's Story Heckman. The Saving Money and Accelerating Repairs Through Leasing Act makes it through the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. It would create a pilot program that would allow agencies to sublease underutilized real estate to any public or private sector entity at fair market value. The bill allows agencies to use rent payments to help fund capital projects and facilities maintenance. The legislation will give agencies more options to deal with underutilized space across more than 130,000 federal buildings in the United States. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. President Joe Biden's pick to run the Census Bureau makes it through the Senate confirmation process himself. Robert Santos, former vice president and chief methodologist at the Urban Institute, will become the first person of color to lead the bureau on a permanent basis. Santos also served as president of the American Statistical Association. Santos says he's open to allowing employees to telework beyond the pandemic and is focused on improving workforce morale. A leading House Republican is asking whether federal contractors are being affected by the nation's supply chain problems and whether agencies are penalizing them for those delays. Oversight and Reform Committee ranking member James Comer wrote to GSA, DOD, NASA and the Office of Federal Procurement Policy asking for a briefing in the next two weeks. Comer asks three questions about the impact of supply chain delays, including how many government contractors have communicated problems because of them, and a list of all extensions or related requests for extension that have been granted or denied to contractors and any related justifications. And VA lays out an updated vision for how it will protect its data and systems from cyber attacks. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us those details. The Veterans Affairs Department's new cybersecurity strategy focuses less on systems and technology and more around how employees and contractors can protect the mission. VA issued an updated cybersecurity strategy for the first time since 2016 yesterday. In the document, VA outlines five broad goals such as protecting veterans' data and leveraging cybersecurity partnerships and information sharing. Under each goal area, VA detailed more specific cyber initiatives, such as encrypting data or creating systems where cybersecurity is part of the design, engineering, and acquisition phases. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.
This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Already? I'll be right there. It's happening. Take I-5 South. You are on the fastest route. Mom says, OMG, I'll let everyone know. Have arrived. Honey, I'm, I'm right here. She's doing great. We're almost there. She's perfect. Hey, baby girl. The whole world can't wait to meet you. Live larger with more coverage. Share your news, big and small, on AT&T, the network that now covers more than 99% of Oregonians. Visit your AT&T store to learn more. Coverage isn't available everywhere based on third-party data. 